Hello Trickless listeners. So today for my reactivity friends I wanted to talk about setbacks and those sporadic outbursts that take us by surprise when we feel like we got on top of everything. Because I think they are really upsetting moments and I see a lot of owners, staff I work with and even myself get really affected by these these sort of reactions that come out of nowhere after we've worked on the behaviours for quite a long time and um, yeah I wanted to talk about them because they are quite normal but they still tend to upset us for understandable reasons because often we will we will have worked on the behaviour we're feeling really good we might have had like a whole week of no reactions two weeks maybe even a month and in our heads I think we go we've got this we've done this we fixed it we've changed our dog's behavior and it's done because I think what we do and what always disappoints us the reason why we get disappointed is because of the expectations we have and I think when we start working on reactivity our expectations are always a little unrealistic because we're human and we like to set quite high goals and we think we think of our goal as being that our dog has no reactions whatsoever and that's what we're sort of aiming for but that's going to take a massive amount of time and we I like to think of it kind of like habits in humans and cravings perhaps so I think smoking can be a good one to compare it to so if you know I smoked for for a few years I wouldn't say I was a really big smoker but I did smoke and I still now after not smoking for four years over four years I still think sometimes oh fancy a cigarette you know and it and it, it peaks up at the most random times it might be triggered by something like a, something stressful or somewhere I used to smoke before I used to quite like smoking to take breaks so if I was in a social situation I think I was more addicted to the fact that I had a, had a reason to get out and have a little break rather than the actual nicotine so if I'm in a social situation it'll crop up and I'll think oh I could really do with a cigarette pause and probably really think I could really do with a break but it's those little moments that I would have a cigarette years and years ago that trigger these these feelings of mine and you know it's the same as sort of perhaps anxiety or perhaps if we feel low mood even if we feel like we're on top of it it's going to crop up because it's there because our brain has practiced that previously over and over again and I talked about this before where our brains are quite lazy and they like to form neural pathways and it will gravitate to those pathways because they're clear they've been practiced those neurons have fired together so they're you know they know each other they work it works so your brain is always going to want to go for that behavior that's been practiced and not the behavior that hasn't been practiced so much because we don't just have to clear a whole new neural pathway to create a new habit we have to cover up an old one too so when you're changing a dog's behavior we're not just saying 
stop barking at the dog or stop barking at the person or the trigger. You know, we're saying, look at me instead, look at me instead. We've got to cover up that old pathway that says, bark at the dog, bark at the person. And so it takes time. And even when you think you've got on top of it, those sudden reactions that happen out of nowhere and really upset you, those are super normal. And, you know, we shouldn't beat ourselves up for them or, or start racking our brains like, what's different? What's happened? What could it be? Because, yeah, there might be a link. Like I said, there could be a situation where your dog, a smell, maybe it's a smell that makes your dog go backwards. Maybe it's a particular corner where something happened before and then something familiar or a reminder happens on that corner. Who knows? Who knows what what our dogs know and what goes through their minds and what they are capable of or have more awareness of than others. But yeah, they, they, they we have these reactions that come out of nowhere sometimes. And that for me is part of the process of changing your dog's reactions because people will often call you know call me in when and their behavior is sporadic it's very rare that I have a client that will say my dog always barks at men in hats with a walking stick and that's it that's the only person they bark at that's amazing if they do because we've got such a lovely clear trigger but it's, it never happens because all of it kind of Blur, starts to blur into sort of one thing so it will start with that and then somebody carrying a bag will be quite similar to someone with a walking stick and that might trigger them or it will come to men in general because they've started off with men in hats but then it just happens to sort of change to other men or there's a certain way they walk that's then carried on and it goes on and it goes on until our dog's reactivity does become sporadic and we can't really pinpoint specific triggers which often happens with our dogs as well you know people always say that I don't get it they can pass uh, one dog perfectly fine and then a dog that looks exactly the same they can't cope and we probably will never know why we'll never know because we don't live in the same world as our dogs we don't live in a world of pheromones we don't know if they feel emotions differently or in a bigger way or in a smaller way we don't know. We're finding out more and more and it's fascinating when we do, but we can never really be 100%. So all we can do is gather information, sometimes make some assumptions and try to be understanding to our dogs. And like I always say, stay curious and, and just question it. Maybe they could feel off today. Maybe they're not feeling well. Perhaps they had an association of something that happened last time. Maybe that dog was giving off a particularly bad scent or a bad vibe. Perhaps it was me. Perhaps I was I was particularly on edge today. Maybe my dog just picked up on that a bit. Not beating ourselves up for it, but just putting that into the information bucket, you know. Oh, I was really anxious today. I bet that was it. Um, or I was really anxious yesterday. Maybe my dog carried that on from then. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to keep that in mind. And yeah, and know that it's normal. And it's, it is part of the process to have two weeks of no reactions and then two days of huge reactions. And you think, what on earth? And 
I know it's really disheartening because we get all happy and we're like, we did it. We cured our dogs. I had a reactive dog and now my dog is, is not and it's brilliant and I've got on top of this. And then you go, oh, oh, we're right back to where we started. We're worse than where we started. But what we have to remember is that work that we've done isn't lost. It's all in there. You know, you, you have your puppy and you train it all these basic behaviours. And then it goes into adolescence and everything goes out the window. Those basic behaviours are always in there. And I always say to clients, you know, that have put the work in in puppyhood and they have this crazy adolescent dog and I say, if you hadn't put that work in, you would have had a dog you can't cope with. When they hit adolescence hard and they're a struggle and they've got those basics in, that's what's saving you because you put that work in. And it's always there because I've seen people that haven't put that work in. I've seen adolescents where the dog doesn't have basic skills in. And I'm telling you, those dogs more often than not end up in rescue or end up being a very big handful. So that work is there. You know, when your dog comes out of adolescence, the work is still there because they come they all those basics are there you'll see them and it's the same with reactivity you are going to go for ups and downs that is going to happen say we are working on our emotional state you know there is going to be times when we are on top of our own anxiety and we're like yeah feel good got this i've got my coping skills I've got my breathing mechanisms i've got my mindset and you might run with that for a few months, but then you might have a month where things go wrong. Something doesn't go well at work. There's a, you know, a, a family issue or there's something that happens in your life that throws everything off and whoop, the anxieties come back. Or you're not feeling well, feeling run down. There it is again. And we make progress in that way. You know, we are going to have a few good months and then we might. Feel like we've had a setback and that's okay and then we get back on top of it and the more we practice this the more we manage to get back on top of it and we overcome those times where we where we go a little bit backwards the stronger we get and the better we get at coping with it and the more aware we are of that we are going to get back on track because the first time it happens you think you want to throw it all in you're like oh what's the point you know i got there and then didn't work because my dog went backwards so I give up that didn't work but it did it worked it's still there it's just you keep having to redo it redo it and it's part of the process so don't let be that that be the thing that upsets you don't let that be the thing that makes you give up because that is normal and I guarantee you everyone else that is working with reactivity is on the same journey there it doesn't just go away just like that. It doesn't just fizzle out. It comes and it goes and it comes and it goes and it gets better each time as it goes. But it is part of the process. It will become sporadic first. Then it will become really out of the blue where it will pretty much be fine 90% of the time and then that guy or that dog will come around the corner and bah, big bark. And... We make excuses for our dogs, which is right. You know, we, we should. Oh, this guy popped up out of nowhere. He walked too close. Yeah, did. So your dog jumped back to that pathway in his brain that tells him to react 
because it works because they you made them jump because it was an emotional response and it was too fast but the nice thing is it's a sporadic reaction because you're remembering how bad it used to be and it's getting better and it's getting better it's going backwards every now and then that's normal that doesn't mean you're doing it wrong it doesn't mean you're failing it doesn't mean you're not making progress it's actually a really normal part of the process so if you feel like you're having setbacks then i hope that's helped it's also you know things are going to happen that's, that are going to set you back there's you are going to get run into by an off-lead dog you are going to get some person going oh can i pay your dog and coming in too fast that's going to cause a reaction these things are going to happen we live in a world where we can't control the public and we can't control the dogs around us so these incidents will unfortunately happen and we need to not beat ourselves up try not to beat the other people up i know that it's frustrating but people don't always know better and just accept it and say okay that's that's set us back a bit that's fine the work's in there we can keep going we'll get back to where we were it's all okay i know when it's a big setback it's a huge upset and it's a huge frustration especially when your dog's got to a very severe point where perhaps they don't even cope with going out after that and obviously that is a big deal and that is heartbreaking and that's tricky and it's upsetting but it still doesn't mean that all is lost you still did put the work in you still got to where you, you got to and you're still there for your dog and that's the most important thing so yes do not give up thank you for listening